In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and from coast to coast, we have you covered, and today, Linda, we have such a great guest. We are going to be talking about pet insurance, because you love your pet. I know I love my pets. I have three dogs, and um, we're just going to have a great time, and I want to talk today about being powered up. I know, Linda, (laughs) I'm powered up every week for one reason or another, but this week I have a really good reason to be powered up. How about you? Uh, I'm Me too, but let's hear yours first, and I'm really excited about talking to our guest too because I am actually um, enrolled in True Canyon, and I have found them to be just a wonderful, wonderful uh, resource. Uh, for my for for Lucy, my my uh, Havanese, and um, they have not fallen down on any of their promises, so I'm really psyched up. And I see on the TogiNet homepage, there's actually um, a little uh, to, uh, True Canyon ad, so that if you enroll after listening to our wonderful guest today, you get you know you get ten dollars off. So um, all good things. And it, well, I'm telling you, when you have a pet, every ten dollars counts. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And, Linda, I want to say to our listeners today, we have not received any promotional funding or materials for having Trupanion on today. It's a true endorsement uh, based on our own uses that we want to share with our listeners. So I think that's really important for us to lay that as the ground rule. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we have people on our show that we believe in that that uh, that provide a great service for for women and families, and uh, you know, there's nothing in it for us except sharing uh, and trying to help everybody with with the challenges of of living in today's world. Absolutely, and if it works for us, we hope that it'll work for you. And one of the things I did this week, Linda, which was really strange for me, um, but it helped. And we had talked about in past episodes about kind of that blender brain, that's what I call it, you know, those racing thoughts. And, you know, we have so much going on in our lives today. And, you know, you've been reading a book, and if you can refresh me which book you're reading. Uh, It's The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, who I'm hoping will be our guest one of these 
one of these weeks because, you know, he's just, you know, it's just another uh, passage in my spiritual journey. But this one was really, you know, spot on for where I happen to be in my life. And it's amazing how that happens. You know, you read the book that is just, just targets you perfectly. And that's what this book is doing for me right now. You know, and that's so great, Linda, because, you know, at different times in our lives and with different situations, we need different solutions. And one of the things that I found of all places in Good Housekeeping, you know, as a radio host, I get lots of magazines sent to me, and Good Housekeeping's April issue had a sample of a mind map. And, you know, I had heard about mind maps and creative brainstorming and all this stuff. But what a friend of mine recommended I do, we were both looking at this, and she said, you know, Dan, you really need to, like, brain dump. You need to dump out all these worries and concerns and things you're thinking about in your head because, you know, they are keeping me up at night. They do invade my meditation or when I'm cooking or walking and working out. And what I found, Linda, was doing this mind map, which was really fun because I got to get a bunch of markers. I got a big poster board. I wrote my name in the center of it with a box around it. And then like tree branches, I just started dumping all the things I was worried about, was frustrated with, you know, and it really, it kind of cleared out my head. And what happened when I looked at this, this mind map was that I was able to see some solutions that I couldn't see because everything was racing around in my brain. And I also could see the things that I should just let go and some of the things that I could offload, you know, offload to, you know, the girl who helps me in my office, the lady who helps me in my home, you know, even to my kids, I was like, you know what, this, I have to get rid of some of this stuff because it was too much for me. And I couldn't just block it out because it kept coming back. Oh, it does. And until you find a solution, that you'll find that the problems uh, do keep coming back and not just in short time periods, but over decades, because if you don't, if you don't fix a problem and you sweep it under the rug, um, eventually <laughs> the rug gets so high that it's a mountain and you just, to the point where you just can't ignore it anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, some of the stuff that came up in my mind, um, in my mind map was things like my friends. Like, you know, I really miss talking with my friends and connecting with them. I miss time to read. I miss downtime with my family, you know, exercise and, you know, and even my dogs, you know, my dogs showed up on my mind map of things that I'm frustrated with because I don't get the time that I want to spend with them. And when I did this mind map, I saw some places where I could combine things like you know, going outside in the backyard and throwing a ball to my golden retriever who loves to play fetch. You know, with my kids, we're all playing outside, you know, combining some of these things because I really can't bring another hour into my day. We're all given 24 hours and we need to sleep and we need to work and we need to do these things. And there were some things that I thought, you know what, I don't even need to worry about this. Like I had this whole thing that I pulled out that I wanted to reorganize my bookshelves, you know, and make them look nice. So there's frames and there's accessories and, you know, and I thought this is stupid, you know, (laughs) it's just not something that I need to be fretting about at two o'clock in the morning. And I, no. but I didn't know, I couldn't think about what I was thinking because my brain was full. That's right. And when your brain is full, it puts you in a very, very, um, I call it low vibration, uh, low energy, because it, when you start to do that thinking, it, it put, makes you, it makes you 
nervous, it makes you fearful, it makes you concerned, it makes you all of the things that you don't want to be. And when you're in all of those negative emotional places, your energy is so low that you cannot bring in the things that you really want to bring in. So you do have to offload them so to, to make some room for some good stuff. But it's funny because all the things that you're saying, this is what I want to do. I want to play with the kids. I want to play with the dogs. I want to talk with my friends. You want back into your life the things that make you happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, perfectly styled shelves in my office, not going to be high on the happy meter. (laughs) You know, just start working on the things. You know, there are priorities. Uh, but, you know, it, it, and then no, no, nothing's to say whether it's good or bad, but if you do something that does make you happy, you know, it kind of leads to that good feeling that you want to continue on for that day. Absolutely. Well, and it's like, like you said, the timing and the priority things, you know, it's really hard when you're overwhelmed. And I guess that's, that's the point I was. I was in complete overwhelm with everything from exercise to friends to time to read to downtime with the family to, you know, making my energy bars, you know, <laughs> things like that, that. And they all just got jumbled up. And it was really fun to draw them all out on this map. It was very cathartic. It was very relaxing. And I really felt myself start to calm down and the thing is Linda it's all in one place and I know some people are compulsive list makers and that makes them feel better this kind of art therapy creative map out the solution identify my problems helped me a lot and I think you know you had given me some great advice um, earlier in the day I'm going to do this again in a month and compare them and see if it makes a difference yeah no um yep if you if your mind map that was the first one that you did and you said they're like branches of a tree and it's like oh my god there might be 50 branches on that tree well if you do it in a month and there's 35 branches on the tree you can see that you're making headway because there isn't so much clutter going on in there to to stop you from doing other things and i and by other things i don't mean just Things that make you happy, you know, relaxation time, time for yourself, time to meditate, time to be in that space where good things come. Absolutely. And I could see when I dumped all this stuff on paper, even though it was all jumbled up, you know, I took a red marker and I X'd out the things that I'm not going to worry about. And then I took a blue marker and I circled the stuff I could offload, you know, <laughs> give it to somebody else or pay somebody else to do. Because, you know, I do have control issues thinking I'm the only one who can organize my bookshelf. Yes, don't <laughs> most women have that, have that control issue. Yes, I've got to do it myself or it won't be done right. Absolutely, absolutely. But I know, you know, Linda, as we go along this journey together, you know, between the books that you're reading, between the mind map scribbles that I'm doing, the whole end result is to make a happier lifestyle for me and my kids and my animals because my animals are are my kids. Oh, I mean, my I God. love my boys. <laughs> you know, well, I don't, have, I don't have children, so Lucy is my child, and I, I can't believe um, how close – that we are and that how much I love her and the things that I do, um, I mean, it blows me away how I can be so in love with this little furry animal. She's just the best thing that's happened in such a long time. So, you know, I, I get it. 
And she's great That's therapy true. because, you know, you, you could be all stressed out, and then you just look at her face and you have to smile. Absolutely, Linda. And as a mother of two boys and a pet owner of three dogs right now, I get different things from my kids, from my dogs, and they're equally satisfying. I know I'm going to take a lot of heat for that because people are like, oh, your boys, your kids, whatever. But they, they serve different roles, and there's something very, very special that comes from our companion animals. And I'm That's so right. excited to talk to Dr. Carrie yes. Marshall today, True Panion. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about uh, pet insurance. We're going to talk about our animals. We're going to talk about um, what are some of the things that we need to know about the best care and practice with our animals because we love them. And we want you to come back and join us after the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Are you powerless to stop making choices that hinder your happiness, your peace of mind, your sense of fulfillment, or success? Have your choices resulted in broken relationships, job losses, and financial chaos? Then be here for Strategies for Healing from Addictions with your host, Gary and Sharon Worrell. Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Strategies for Healing coaches and empowers and seeks to help people discover their goals and reach those goals quickly. Provide structure, tools, and perspective to help clients accomplish more in their lives. To encourage clients to think bigger and realize their full potential. Strategies for Healing endeavors to see each individual come to a place of purposeful living apart from addictions. Check out the website, strategiesforhealing.com. Then join us for Strategies for Healing from Addictions with your hosts, Gary and Sharon Worrell. Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And as promised, we are going to bring on Dr. Carrie Marshall from True Canyon, which is a pet insurance company. And Dr. Marshall has been a veterinarian for 25 years, so she's going to share lots of great stories with us. She has her own pets. Um, Linda, I think we should bring her right on. What do you I, think? 
left, not a minute to spare. Let's get going. <laughs> oh, Dr. Carey, are you with us? I am. I'm very excited to be on your radio. Sounds like a oh, lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Now, let me ask you first, where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Seattle, Washington, in the Ballard area. Ah, so we've got from coast to coast, we've got New York covered, we've got California covered, and we are welcoming Dr. Carey from Seattle. Now, Dr. Carey, you have had a long and an industrious career in veterinary medicine. Can you give us a little bit of background about you so our listeners know who we're talking to? You bet. Um, well, first of all, both of my parents are veterinarians, and my mom uh, was one of the early women to be a veterinarian. So it's kind of run in my family, both nature and nurture side. Um, and I grew up with uh, many animals, horses, cows, pigs, um, dogs, chickens, cats, and loved them all. Um, so very much of a James Harriet lifestyle um, early, early in life. Um, as I grew older, I, I just fell in love with science, and I just am uh, curious naturally, and um, and so uh, vet medicine became a natural. Of course, anybody would ask me as a kid, I would say, no, I'm not going to be a veterinarian, but uh, of course, because then I got into college, all I wanted to study was zoology, which is the study of, of animals, and um, so I pursued uh, that, and then went into veterinary medicine, and started out as a, as a horse vet. It's a lot of young women's dream to be a you know, horse veterinarian, and I did that for several years and then um, moved into pet medicine. I just really, um, really started to explore and, uh, the human-animal bond, which to me is, is just one of those special bonds, as you were talking about a little bit earlier on the show. Um, there's just something you know, about that unconditional love that pets give us that we can learn so much from and they give us so much. And, uh, and then when we take them you know, into to our lives, as I've learned, we, we make this kind of pact to take care of them. And so my mission in life just sort of became more and more about that bond and about how I could better care. So I, I eventually um, I did work with my parents for quite a, a, quite a while um, and then just kind of branched out to try different practices and see different ways of doing things. And one of my classmates started a hospital um, practice called Banfield, and we grew it from 30 when I started to over 700 when I left. So it was over wow. 6 million pets a year that we were helping. Um, and uh, so I was, that was another great experience. I did my MBA and kind of started looking at the business of veterinary medicine um, just, uh, just in order that we could, you know, even help more pets. How do we become and stay successful um, in our practices so that we can we can be there to help more pets. And then I started exploring that area that, you know, we're getting more and more specialists into veterinary medicine. I loved surgery. I loved feline medicine. Um, and I also um, was, was struggling sometimes when clients would come in and couldn't afford that care that I was trained to provide or that I could refer to. And so that next kind of plateau and challenge for me was how do we solve that problem of people not affording all the care that's available to those pets that they love so dearly? And sometimes even um, they even have to uh, put their pets to sleep when they can't afford that care. And that, to a veterinarian, it just breaks your heart when somebody is at that point. So I've adopted a lot of pets into my life from clients in those situations and then helped them find homes and 
taken it in, spent my own money and, and you know, fixed them, whatever that was, um, and many, many stories of, of, of doing that. And finally, I, uh, I, I looked at pet insurance early on, and the older models out there were kind of based on human health care, but also looking at, um, you know, how, how you work within pet insurance, which is actually under property insurance, believe it or not, and so You're I kidding. looked at that, yeah, and so I looked at that model. It wasn't working because people would have to come up with all the money up front, and then you get reimbursed later on, um, and that doesn't really help you at the time of crisis, so especially for those large bills. And we've had some claims at Trupanion that were up to 47000 so it's a good thing we have no limits. And But that pet lived, right? If any, without being insured, there was uh, very little chance that that young family could have afforded that care. So those are, you know, it's kind of a mission with me, and, and my mission now is to really help end economic euthanasia, help end all those pets that get sent back to shelters, and that's just kind of, um, you know, where my life has taken me and where I've tried to just um, carve out maybe a new career for myself um, to see how much how much more help we can provide out there. You know, I'm uh, it's Linda, and uh, my Lucy is at the vet a lot. Um, I think she was compromised as a puppy. I mean, she's she's healthy, but she does have issues. And every time I go to uh, different vets and I tell them um, about, you know, I, I talk to the people in in the waiting room, and I ask if, it, if, if do you have pet insurance? And it's really funny that so it's not funny. It's kind of sad that so many of them don't, and I don't think they really understand what it is. Um, and I am a I am a client, a policyholder of Trupanion, and I, you know you heard me raving. I think you guys are the are the best thing since sliced bread. But for the people that don't really understand what that means to have pet insurance, could you just explain how you guys work? Sure. Um, so uh, with the Trupanion and pet insurance in general, it's uh, it's for accidents and illnesses. Um, we don't cover preventive care. There are um, some insurances that do, but really preventive care should be um, managed through your for, through your regular veterinarian. Otherwise, the insurance company, because you always use it, has to charge more than you would pay to your vet. So we we just do accidents and illnesses, and it's really um, uh, we have no limits. So whatever that you know, that claim is, we would pay 90% of your veterinary. Charge and there's no network, so you can go to any veterinarian, any specialist. Um, if you're in San Diego or if you're out in um, Missoula, Montana, you can go um, to your veterinarian and you would be covered. The only things that we don't cover is preventive care, as I said, and um, and also pre, uh, pre-existing conditions. So if that if you knew about that condition or that condition existed prior to enrolling then no insurance um, company covers those um, as of yet. And so um, and so, it's pretty simple. Um, we've prided ourselves on keeping it to one simple plan. I think that's part of the problem. And, you know, it's really odd when you look around the world. Um, pet insurance is a common thing in Europe. Um, in the U.K., it's almost 40% penetrations. So that means 40% of pets are, are insured there. Um, there's higher, like in Sweden, it's almost 80%, and yet here it's it's just below 2%. Wow. And so I, I, I'm thinking, you know, we've looked at those models, and the, the, the models vary different over in England. It's 
they, you know, the veterinarians paid directly. So, so that, therefore, that limiting that, having to come up with all the money up front, um, is really the key. Um, and it's funny that that model hasn't taken off here. The, the longest insurance company over 30 years in this market did continue to do the reimbursement model. So really what, um, you know, as pet insurance should work is you should be able to, to have the insurance um, go in and uh, know immediately if it's covered or not, know, you know, know if there's uh, any issues that were present prior, and that's, you know, that takes some communication with your veterinarian. And so what, what I've done when I joined Tupanion is um, my expertise at Banfield had become working on electronic health records. I, I became one of those uh, fascinated, I'm not quite a geek, but I do, I am interested in technology helping, you know, vet medicine and helping now Tupanion. So I created a, an application with a team of people that sits in the um, doctor's office, so you go to your veterinarian, and allows them to be able to process that claim. So they press a button and that information gets uploaded up to our system and we process that claim at the time that you check out. Wow. And that's just starting to roll out over the country so ah. so that you can um, not, you know, basically end the reimbursement model forever. And um, I think that'll that'll even make a step change above even what we're doing today. Oh, um, that's wonderful. Now yeah, I haven't I haven't yeah. found that yet, but you're saying you're rolling it out, and I think that will make a very big difference um, in 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 people deciding that you know this is something that they really need. And in the long run, it really pays because I don't veterinarians uh, you you never walk out of the office uh, with less than <laughs> less than a hundred dollars, and that you know that's that's an inexpensive visit. Yeah, well, and Dr. Carey. Um, we've got to go to commercial break in a minute or so. Um, what kind of pets are covered? Is this just for dogs and cats, or can you put horses and, you know, our pet bunny? You know, what is covered under under Trupanion service? Good question. This is dogs and cats. And, um, you know, I'm sure later, you know, later on it'll, it'll expand, but right now we're really focusing on dogs and cats. There's just a huge opportunity there. There's a lot more medical information, so we can – you know, do a good risk analysis uh, on those on those species. Um, horse medicine's a little different insurance. Um, it's more performance based. I hope it will move more to companion based um, in the future. But um, you know, we're uh, we're tackling one thing at a time, and dogs and cats um, are are what we're focusing on right now. Well, when we come back from our break, um, maybe you could give us just a parameter for those people that don't understand, you know, what does it involve uh, financially to to insure your pet? I mean, I mean yeah. it's not spot on, but, you know, uh, just a parameter of, of what they can expect. Sure, you bet. Okay, that would be great. Because I know when I got my dog, I knew nothing about this, but I learned very quickly. Yes, yeah. So there's there's lots of options to talk about, and uh, it's very easy on the website, by the way, too, to to check it out for yourself on TruePanion.com. Okay, um, I urge people to go there. Uh, there's there's a lot of information that uh, and a lot of questions that would be answered. Uh, and if you own a pet, I think you owe it to yourself and your pet to to be part of it. So when we come back, we'll talk about. Um, you know, what, what, what does it mean? What is the financial obligation to insuring your pet and make sure they're going to get the best care possible that you can provide? The 
we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, and our guest today is Dr. Carrie Marshall coming to us from Seattle, Washington, and she is a um, she is a veterinarian, and she's also part of Trupanion, T-R-U-P-A-N-I-O-N.com, and we are talking about pet insurance today. One of the things that came up on the break, um, Dr. Carey, that I want to ask you about as we get into kind of the nuts and bolts of pet insurance um, is that does the breed of the dog or cat matter, and what about the age of your pet? Can you give us some parameters of what we need to know with respect to those two questions that came in during the break? Yes, um, certainly with uh, Trupanion, the way that we look at it, um, look at pet insurance, is by risk, and uh, breed uh, plays a point in risk. However, we don't, I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that we don't um, exclude breed risk. If you don't have any signs prior to becoming insured for a breed, just because that breed is predisposed to the disease, we, 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 uh, we would still pay for it unless they had signs. And there are lots of, most of uh, pet insurance um, excludes any uh, condition that's breed-related. So 
Um, so that's an important point to, to clarify. Uh, but, the, the, but, of course, a French bulldog is going to be in the veterinarian more often. They're very, very lovable, but they also come with, you know, some of their own um, conditions. And so that uh, premium price would be a little higher for a French bulldog than, say, a, um, you know, mixed breed. And um, also for, um, so you had to ask about age, we cover from eight weeks to 14 years. So, uh, but of course, um, when you when your pet is older, uh, if you enroll at an older age, um, then of course that's going to be a little higher premium because there's a little more risk of senior diseases kicking in. Um, however, the, the really interesting thing with True Canyon is that whenever you enroll, so if you do, um, you know, we all encourage as veterinarians to enroll your pet as puppies and kittens, but if you didn't, um, you still can enroll. Um, even if you have a pre-existing condition, you can enroll in insurance. It's just that those conditions wouldn't be covered. Now, as far as age is concerned, when that um, puppy or kitten, when you enroll a puppy or kitten, they're always looked at at Trupanion as a puppy or kitten. So even as there are pricing adjustments as veterinary care costs increase, et cetera, then um, you're, you're always looked at, your pet's always looked at as a puppy even as it ages. Some insurance companies don't do that. They actually increase your premium as your pet ages or worse as you're increasing claims, and we don't do that. We look at it just at the, always at the age that they enrolled. Well, I think that's a wonderful benefit. Because, you you know, you never know what's going to happen with your pet. I mean, they're certainly going to age, hopefully, but you never know what they're going to uh, contract. So that that could uh, let you sleep at night knowing that no matter what happens, that Chupan is going to be there for you. Yeah, and I think that maybe if I just can, uh, I wanted to, I was thinking also at the break of, you know, your question about pet insurance in general. I think there's a lot of confusion about what, what pet insurance is supposed to do. And I think the number one thing that pet insurance does for you, um, should do for you, um, is give you peace of mind. Um, it's not, you know, in some cases it does, you get way more back than you put in, and in some cases you have a very lucky pet, which is actually good. They're, they're lucky and they're healthy longer, et cetera, and, um, and maybe you didn't quite pay in as much as, but you always have that peace of mind. So it's a risk-based um rather than thinking about, oh, it's, it's not a good deal because I don't always get paid back. You get paid back every day that you have insurance because you know that, that you know, your pet is giving you unconditional love every day, that you can be there for them if something happens. Um, and, you know, it's just I think that's uh, actually priceless. But I wanted to bring that up because, you know, even though we do have 25% of our um, claims made within six months and 50% within, uh, or 25% within six months and 50% within the first year, um, which is pretty high usage, and we, and it is very highly used, as you say, you know, Lucy's been in quite a bit. Well, um, you know, my pets even are all insured, and, and I've taken them in quite a bit. I don't treat my own pets. Um, and, uh, you know, they just, you know, you'll use it. It's made to be used. However, its real value is in really, you know, peace of mind that no matter what my vet, uh, you know, says, I can, I can say yes to that. And it, it also changes your conversation completely with a veterinarian. So instead of going in, and say something was, um, you know, giving you an estimate of maybe two or three thousand dollars, and you're going, gosh, what else can we do? And, and believe me, in my career, I was asked that all the time. Yeah. You know, what else? What's Plan B? 
And I can tell you that that's just heartbreaking to have to, even though you can save the pet and you're always doing kind of not quite what's best for them. And sometimes that means the disease um, doesn't get uh, treated as well and so they don't live as long. Sometimes that means that they, you know, may suffer a little more or you're, you know, you put a cast on instead of pinning their leg and it doesn't heal as well. And there's just all these compromises that are made in care today that can just go away. And I think that's really what the value of pet insurance is. Or, um, on, you know, to the extreme, if your pet gets ill, you, you're so intimidated by the, uh, by the cost that you don't even take him, in to, him or her in for care. And, I mean, yeah, that's heartbreaking. So here oh, is yeah. something. I mean, just give me a ballpark. I know every pet's different um, and, and it's on age and, and different things. But, you know, just a parameter of, of what people can expect for a monthly premium uh, for this peace of mind. Sure. Well, for cats, it's on average about $30. However, you can change that, right? If we have a slide, if you go on the website and just get a quote, and you'll find that you can actually move that monthly fee by changing your deductible. So we're the first company to offer a $0 deductible. So you have no deductible. That'll be a little higher premium. You can go take your deductible all the way out to $1,000 if you're just saying, I can pay for normal care. It's just the crisis care, you know, real crisis that I would be in trouble for, and that's what I want insurance for. You could even do that, and then it may be, you know, 10 or 15 or $20 less a month, depending on it. Now, dogs are somewhere around 40, but, again, it, it varies by breed, age, and part of the country because the, the veterinary care availability um, differs um, in, you know, Manhattan, New York versus, you know, Missoula, Montana. Um, and so the, that you, you shouldn't pay the same premium in Missoula that you would in Manhattan. So we're talking for, for a dog somewhere for less than 500 bucks a year, uh, you know that your dog is going to uh, be covered and that you can go to, to the, the vet when it's not feeling well and feel that uh, you, you're going to be able to handle that. Yeah, that's really important because, you know, a lot of the even common procedures uh, for dogs and cats are now, as you said, two, three, sometimes $7,000. And so you're, you know, just, uh, you're, you're just making sure that you can always, always say yes to that. And, and people, uh, and people are, that in every hospital. And people are spending that much money in Starbucks. So if you cut out a couple of your coffee, you know, your, your dog or your cat is going to get the best care. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they're, Sandra, they're worth you, it. They're worth it for sure. Sandra, do you well, have what, pet insurance? Do I? Yeah. No, I don't. Um, you know, and it's interesting that you say that because I had looked at pet insurance into pet insurance years ago, and it just didn't make it just didn't make any financial sense to me. It didn't. I didn't understand it. It just felt completely overwhelming. But you know, now when I look at the opportunity for me, it's different. I have two little kids. I'm a single mom. I have to watch my budget, but. You know, I'm on the bubble thinking, you know, is it worth it for me to spend money out of pocket so that I don't have to make that decision to say, well, guys, we can't afford to treat Sally or Sophie or Snowy or Bailey. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a compelling argument from a financial standpoint because we love our animals. And, you know, I don't want to go into credit card debt because my dog got sick and I couldn't put him down, and then I have a big credit card bill to pay off that would 
pay off my, you know, my pet insurance for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, and you couldn't save that much. You looked at a lot of people who are saying, well, I, I would just start a savings plan. But, uh, you know, if you put a $25 a month aside, you wouldn't be able to near save enough in years, you know, sometimes even 10 years, you know, for some of those procedures that would come up. So it's just kind of good to to be able to, to um, you know, it, it actually, once you start paying, it just becomes part of your normal monthly um, uh, expenditures, it's all planned, which is what's great. I think what you're talking about is that it's just so awful when something hits you, and it always hits you at just the wrong time. You know, as I see with my clients when I was practicing, it would just be the wrong time for them, and um, you know, they, otherwise they would, they would, you know, they obviously wanted to take care of their pet, and uh, you know, they just couldn't. And those are just, you know, heartbreaking. And the kids take it very seriously. You know, I think a lot of kids think it's their brother and sister. Yeah, um, you know, I think that's and that's that to me that was one of the most heartbreaking things too, as you say, is you know what do you say to your kids, you know when uh, you know and and then the, the veterinarian always feels like the the you know bad person in this whole thing because we're that at that point where their pet gets taken away, uh, either given to someone else, fixed and given to someone else, or euthanized in some some cases, which is just you know really a, a, you know, a trauma. And then I think overall. So that's affecting pet ownership. I mean, I think we limit pet ownership. If you have an experience like that where you've had to make a decision, um, that guilt um, that you have uh, may make you not get another pet. And that, to me, is the is the worst thing. And pets are so great in our lives, and and they're just uh, you know so much fun to have, and and just so there for you when you need them. Um, you know, my my little dog will put up with anything. You know, my snoring, anything. <laughs> He's always there at the door to greet me. Oh yeah, that's just that's just something you can't replace. And Absolutely, that you should always protect. I think. You know, and those cases that we a lot of those cases are are older dogs. You know, they've been with the family for a long time, and they get something really serious, and that bond. I mean, you know, that's years and years of a relationship that you're looking at. Absolutely. I've got to take us to commercial break. I had two dogs, Misty and Smokey, for 15 years, and when it was their time to go, um, they were euthanized, and our whole family was involved, and it was a beautiful thing. So, you know, I think sometimes, you know, a veterinarian's assistance in that um, case is priceless. I think when you are able to afford veterinary assistance, and True Panion can help us do that, I want to give the website again. It's True Panion, T-R-U-P-A-N-I-O-N, like a true companion. When we come back from the break, we're going to continue visiting with Dr. Carrie Marshall, and we are going to talk about some of her great stories as a veterinarian for over 25 years. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist, Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D., 
This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And for those of you that missed the earlier part of the show, you can check us out on PoweredUpTalkRadio.com. You can also find our broadcast today and earlier broadcast on our host station, toginet.com. And for those of you who are on iTunes, if you go to Powered Up Talk Radio under podcast, you can download our shows. We have today with us Dr. Carrie Marshall of True Canyon, and it is about health insurance. And Linda, you are a member of True Canyon. I've been on this site looking at it going, I think that this might be something that will be good for us. Um, what I'd like to talk about uh, with Dr. Carey is dog food, because, Linda, you and I have gone through, I, I mean, with my one dog, Misty, she was a Tibetan terrier, and she was a former show dog that I rescued, and my vet told me, just give her, you know, the dog food when she's hungry, eventually she'll eat it. This dog went down to, like, 13 pounds, falling over. She absolutely would not eat. I want to talk about the dog food versus cooking for your own dog. Um, and, Dr. Carey, do you want to weigh in on that? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, I think I think there are some really good uh, dog cookbooks out there. I think that people underestimate how much time and how much care has to go into cooking or feeding dogs and also cats. Um, cats have uh, completely different um, nutritional requirements than dogs. And... Um, and what they like isn't always necessarily what is good for them. Um, you know, so, so a really good balanced diet is very important. And also, uh, you know, there's, a, you know, there's this controversy about raw foods. Uh, we've had several um, high-level meetings at the, in the veterinary profession, through the Association for um, uh, Veterinary Medicine, um, that, that really focus on raw foods. And raw foods, unfortunately, 
um, are so so often um, have salmonella that they've made many many pets sick. So you have to be careful about cooking it correctly, about making sure the calcium and phosphorus ratio is is good, and that they're getting the right nutritional balance. And I think a lot of people actually don't have the time these days to do that justice. There's some you know nutritional diseases that I've seen. I had a that Chihuahua come in, and this is uh, this is probably not the same care that you're giving to yours if you're following your following your cookbook. But um, the dog had a broken leg, and so we repaired the leg, and it just wouldn't heal. And as I was looking at the X-rays, I just thought that the X-ray was slightly light, but I sent it off to a specialist, and they said, no, it looks like the bone density is is low, and it was because they were feeding it tacos. Uh, no kidding. No I guess they watched one too many Taco Bell commercials and they were um and so once we got that dog on a balanced diet then it could heal. Um but you know, so there's so there's you know, there is a, an art to it and there's uh, a lot of companies out there that are that spend a lot of money on nutritional research. Um and there's a lot of uh wonderful advances right now in nutritional Therapy. So, and actually, Trupanion is the only pet insurance to cover some of the prescription diets or the um, therapeutic pet food that you can get from your veterinarian. Oh, really? And um, yeah, and so there's there's things that can help with joint disease. There are uh, you know diets for um, weight loss. There are um, you know lots and lots of kidney disease. Um, we're actually extending pets' lives through nutrition now. Um, very exciting times. So I would. You know, and you know. So, for as far as cooking for yourself, there would be no way that you could get those balances right. And those have taken taken many, many years of uh, research and veterinary schools to get those diets prepared, and that these companies and um, and so you know, there's you know, nutrition is extremely important uh, to yeah. health. And uh, and I'm I'm one of those veterinarians that I, I I certainly don't think you should eat a lot of table scraps, especially fatty meats. Um, but there's things like, you know, if carrots, if they'll eat it, and vegetables, and fresh vegetables that I think are very good for pets um, to add in sometimes. But I, I generally advise people to, to go with the really good premium brands that your vet recommends, and it's important to get your vet's recommendation because if there is something um, in the blood tests um, that they're taking and screening for your pet that you find, nutrition is one of those great therapies that can help um, help them recover as well. Um, so, so yeah. So that was that was my spiel on uh, on dog food. <laughs> well, it's it's very interesting because um, it, I, for a long time I was giving her chicken in right because she she was very she was a persnickety eater, and then she had stomach problems. So now for the last two weeks since we did our last test, she's on uh, Hills uh, uh, hypoallergenic dog food, and mm-hmm. she seems to be doing well on that. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. She, well, that's uh, well. That is, if if it came from your veterinarian, that diet um, is probably, if, as long as the uh, condition is covered through Japanian, that would be covered. Oh well, you know, uh, that's interesting because that food's very expensive. You know, it's expensive, yeah. uh, more expensive than the dog food you just pick up. Um, you know, at, at uh, you know at. at Pet Smart or whatever, wherever you go, Petco. Uh, yeah, this is like three bucks a can or something. But you know, what for the dog? I mean, I I don't cook for my husband. I was cooking for the dog. 
you know, and she loved it, but I, her stomach wasn't that loving it. That tells you it. something, doesn't it? Yeah, and then, you know, you feel so guilty because you feel like you're giving them something that doesn't agree with them, and you're making them sick. So it's like you talk about yeah. <laughs> talk, you get crazy. You really do. Well, I just dealt with it yesterday. I, go, I got up in the morning, and, of course, it's after Easter. Now, of course, I wasn't feeding my dogs from the table, but either my friends or my husband, who does not admit to it, was doing that. And it must have been the ham or something because it, they there was an explosion all over my house. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it was just not good. No. So it's like again, again, that's really good to do the. Um, I, I do um, sometimes uh, strained meat, baby food, or um, rice and cottage cheese is very good to help them cover. But there's the you know there's also really good um, diets, um, therapeutic foods, um, Hills ID, and those things will help yeah, them really recover. Cheese. They've been really prepared to help the intestinal tract recover. Um, a little bit quicker. Yeah, well, that's what she's on now because I, I had enough explosions in my house that I said, no, we, we really have to do something here before <laughs> yeah, she, de- yeah, she those, destroys everything. Those become an emergency. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So, Sandra, maybe you can, well, you you enjoy the cooking, and if the dogs are doing well on it, I guess that's, a, you know, that's it's okay. Well, I, yeah, I would always my, check, it with your, I check it with your vet. Yeah, I don't cook exclusively for my dogs. I just supplement. We make them meat cakes on their birthday, and, um, you know, and I give them a lot of boiled beef and rice or boiled and chicken and rice or just boiled rice when they're not feeling well. I'm very lucky because my best, one of my best friends in the world is a veterinarian, so <laughs> I can oh, call perfect. her right down the street and come down and check out my dog. Yeah. But yeah. in return, I do take care of her seven dogs when she goes out of town. So, oh, wow. Um, wow. Good thing you have a big <laughs> good thing you have a big ranch so they can all run around. I do, I do, and they have a lot of fun. And I, you know, it's interesting, Dr. Carey. You know, I've had a lot of dogs in my life, and my purebreds have been very, very difficult with health issues, with digestive issues. You know, and then I've got a couple of rescues that are just mixed breed mutt and. They can eat everything from roofing tiles to pantyhose to dog food and be fine. Is that just the nature of purebred? There, there are some breeds that are more predisposed to, to GI um, issues. Um, so, you know, there is something also to hybrid vigor with the um, mixed breed dogs. Um, they do seem to, um, and you can see that actually, you can just go, put some coats in and see that our mixed-breed dogs are generally even lower risk for insurance. Um, and we see that in all of our claims and things. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of purebred dogs that are really, really healthy. There's a lot of really great breeders out there that are breeding, you know, more and more healthy lines um, by by really responsible breeding. So, I, you know, I, I have two chihuahuas, purebreds, and then I have my uh, uh, toy fox terrier, Miniature Dachshund Rudy Einstein, uh, oh. who comes to work an awful lot. I don't have him today because of the explosions, but <laughs> I was making sure that was all done. But usually he comes to work with me, and um, and so you know, that's a, they're, they're just a great family. And I have a cat as well who's bigger than all the dogs, so she's 13 pounds. Wow. Rudy's 11, and the other ones are 7 and 5. So I have a, an armful of, I can almost put all of them in my arms. 
<laughs> Dr. Carey, before we leave today, could you just tell our listeners um, how, if, if they choose to uh, become um, a policyholder of Trupanion, how they go about doing it? What is, what is the procedure? Sure. It's very, very easy. Um, there's, a, there's three different ways. And what, the easiest way is to just go on the website and call our number. Um, there's a number on the website, which is 800 569 7913 and uh, that's truepanion.com and, and the other way is to ask your veterinarian I think a lot of veterinarians are recommending truepanion now and um, so that's, that's good to ask them how their clients um, like truepanion and we, are, we generally get a lot of clients who go on the web and enroll um, that say they were referred by the veterinarian in fact, over half of our clients have been referred by their veterinarian. So, it's uh, you know, there's uh, lots of different ways to to do that. And when, once you go online, you just get a quote, and that's where you put your information in. And it's very easy. It's uh, you know, it's a couple of pieces of information that gets you the quote. You can use the slider bar and decide what deductible you want. Again, very very easy. Um, and then uh, then enroll. Um, yeah. So it's it's super easy process. We've tried. We've really focused a lot of effort on trying to make the policy simple. Um, the policy is the the shortest policy uh, insurance policy you'll ever read in your life, and it's in plain English. Um, and we worked really hard to get it down to to be very very simple to understand. Um, and your claim so that's form. Easy. And your claim forms are very simple too, and, and and you get a payment within a week of sending in your claim form. Now, I wish I wish people insurance was as efficient as you people are. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it will be someday. Right? I hope so. <laughs> That is, well, the other thing is the vets, the, the vets like it because we, uh, when we do do the direct vet pay, which you, you know, sometimes if if you go in, you might want to ask your vet because we do do. Even if you don't have the software, we would pay we would pay your vet directly if they need it if you needed to. Great. It's called claims To wrap up the show, I want to thank you, Dr. Carey. We've had Dr. Carey Marshall here today of Trupanion. That's T-R-U-P-A-N-I-O-N. Next week, we are going to welcome Warren Alkin of Norhill Financial, and we're going to talk about retirement investment strategies so that we can make sure that we have enough money for a great retirement and to cover all long-term care plans. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage,